to day four of our 2022 Global Summit for our session three, and I'm joined by the absolutely fantastic Jane Njogu. Jane is described as a change mindset hype girl by her peers and friends. She's a certified NLP practitioner and coach whose main goal is to bring value to others. Jane holds an MBA and has over five years plus experience as a learning and in learning and development in the retail industry. Jane is also a motivational speaker and writer who believes in encouraging others to own their uniqueness by leveraging her education, life and professional experience. Jane loves butterflies as they symbolize change and evolution. Jane, welcome to our summit. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here today and to present to our audience. I'm really, really looking forward to your session and I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me here. It's exciting to be here as well. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to your session. So with that being said, I'm just going to drop backstage, hand over you in your slides and let you roll with it. Thank you. I will just focus on here. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Paul, for the introductions, for having me on this platform. Hi, everybody. I know it's morning to some people. It's afternoon. It's evening, like in my case. Many thanks for joining me here today. This week has been powerful to me and with all the great speakers since we started on the 26th. You know, when I was thinking about or meditating about this week, I feel like I've been in salsa party where we are just changing partners. And with each partner, they get to give me some new moves. They get to show me how to do something new. And that's how this, sorry, that's how this week has been feeling for me. Um, I'm sure that's the case for you today. I am going to be your salsa partner and I hope you'll be able to learn one or two things from me. From me. So when the theme redefine your success landed on my laps, it did provoke my thoughts. And um, in the sense that uh, it made me conscious of what is success? Like, what does success exactly mean? Because it is a word that we often use, but what does success really mean? So massive thanks to Paul for organizing this. Thank you everybody for joining us this week. Um, as mentioned, my name is Jane. I am a Kenyan, I'm in the United Arab Emirates. Fun fact about me, which is funny to believe, I am an introvert. And for the last couple of years, it has been a blessing at the same time, a challenge. I say challenge because deep down I knew what I wanted. I wanted to make an impact while having my, like, like having an income, like Maria mentioned yesterday, you make an, in, an impact by, by, by making an income. And in order for me to impact through motivating and inspiring people, 80% of the time, I need to have my face out here. I need to speak over the online platforms. I need to be face to face. So this is something like an introvert, I'm not used to that. So the journey has been amazing and challenging for the last couple of months. 
And uh, for me, in order to step out of my comfort zone, I decided to, you know, do things that I didn't expect that I'll do. As I was telling Paul backstage, I, I have, um, I have been doing coaching, but not as a certified coach. So I decided that you know what, it's time. So I went out, I got my coaching skills, I met amazing people. One of them will be a presenter tomorrow, Coach Joyce Loy. So I have been taking one day at a time. I decided to live each day celebrating the small milestones that I make. I know and I believe that uh, if I enjoy this journey as I take the small steps and celebrating them, the ultimate outcome is going to be worth it. So that said, with a little bit of background about myself, I am excited to be doing today's topic, Thinking Beyond the Box, and I'm hoping this one-hour session will bring value to you wherever you are watching me from. Brief background about the topic, Thinking Beyond the Box. Um, it's a statement I first heard from someone I consider a mentor. She is the co-founder and CEO of a consulting company called Futureweeds here in the United Arab Emirates in Dubai. And when I had her mention it, I was intrigued and curious at the same time because it's not a word, it's not a statement that you often hear when people mention it. So I got curious about it. I, it's my nature to be curious. And uh, I started doing a lot of research about it, reading more about it. And then I made it more of my theme whenever I'm talking to people or whenever I'm working with a client. I just make sure that uh, I have to bring this out because it is, I find it like a fancy, it's like a Lamborghini in my world. So I will start by stating the expected keynotes and um, or rather what I intend to focus my presentation on. Number one is that success is an ambiguous name. Number two, there is power in asking the right questions. And last but not least, there is power in going the extra mile. So we will start by asking ourselves, um, let's take a pause before even we diving into um, thinking beyond the box. What does success really mean? When you say you want success, what does it mean? Because without uh, understanding exactly what one's focus is, then there's there might be something we might miss on the way because if we tackle success as a whole then there might be some small details in there that we might be missing according to the dictionary success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose it's when you had an outcome in mind went ahead and achieved it so if i wanted to, to drive a car what will happen which is my outcome i will go and get the driving license so success is tagged with an accomplishment according to the english dictionary so as we um as you've seen from that description success is an ambiguous word because it comes in many different forms and shapes and whenever i'm having conversation with people and uh, they vaguely say you know what jen i want to be successful and then i'm like okay hold on Success in what? Because the moment we answer the question success in what, we get more clarity and know the direction that we are taking. So as you go on with this presentation, I want you to take a minute right now and ask yourself, what success do I want to redefine in my life? You are attending this summit or you're watching a replay and the, the tagline just, tag, it just captured your mind, like redefine your success. So I want you to think and ask yourself, what type, what type of success do I want to redefine in my life? And the moment you ask that question, it's going to give you more clarity as you listen to all the speakers, as you, as you take a break and do things on your own, you will be able to know which part of your life you want to tackle. And uh, remember, if I want to be a driver, what, what do I want to drive? Do I want to drive a truck? 
Do I want to drive a private car? Do I want to drive a train? A pilot is a fancy way of a driver who drives a plane. So which type of driver do you want to be? It's the same thing here I'm talking about. What type of success do you want to redefine in your life? So when I was doing my investi uh, investigations, um, I discovered that there are different types of success. And this is just uh, my top five. There are so many. Feel free to share them in the comments because uh, we have limited time and we need to make uh, more use of it. Yeah. So the first cluster is success in relationships. But I will not stop there. I will ask you, is it success in your family, the close-knit family that you have? Is it success in the relationship with your friends? Is it success in the romantic relationships that you have? Is it success in the work relationships? It can be so many types of relationship. And once you put relationship and, and branch it out, you will be able to define, you know what? I need to have a healthy relationship with my husband. I need to have a healthy relationship with a friend. That way, all your energy knows where it's going. Cluster number two, success in relationships. Well, sorry, success in health. Probably you want to improve your health by doing physical activities. I remember on day one, uh, Mike, the first presenter was Mike, if I'm not wrong. He encouraged everyone to go for a 30 minutes walk in his presentation. Why? Maybe you want to have success in your physical health. Or maybe you want to watch what you're eating. Again, you want to watch your physical health at the same time. Uh, you want to, you don't want to get any diseases from the foods you're eating, or you just need to do medical checks because sometimes we ignore our body or we neglect our bodies and then our health start deteriorating. The third cluster is success in your professional life. It could be you are employed or you're the owner of a business or a blend of both. What type of success are you looking for? So you have to identify, okay, I own a business and I'm employed. I really want both of them to work. So that's your type of success that you're looking for in that category. Um, the fourth one is success in your personal development. Here is where we mentioned improving our knowledge, going back to school by reading books and magazines, attending workshops like we are doing here today. Remember, I think one of the speakers again mentioned that um, uh, self-development does not have to be the basic thing that, you know, going back to school and studying. You can make it fun. Pick a novel, read. Come to a webinar, listen to what the speakers are saying because every day we are learning, we are unlearning, and we are relearning. You can even decide to go for a coach or a mentor, somebody who's going to help you and guide you in the direction you want to take. And then last but not least, success in wealth. Again, wealth is a very 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 ambiguous word you could be you want success in your financial wealth that is money you want wealth uh, success in your social wealth we are talking about status there you want wealth in maybe you want freedom maybe you want wealth in your physical state again you go back to the health so these are just but a few of the clusters of where um, success can fall under there are so many out there and once you define you take a pause and say before before I move to redefining my success, I need to know which part or which area of my life I want to redefine. And once you do that, you're able to move to the next step. And I would also like to say that contrary to the definition of the dictionary, I choose to define success as how I feel and not what I get. And you will understand that as I move on with my presentation. So now that we've uh, unpacked what success is, we move to the next bit, which is why should we redefine success? When we redefine success, there are three key things that happen. Number one, we are able to take account of our changed circumstances, like in the case of COVID-19. 
Number two, we are able to liberate ourselves from the need to achieve it all now. And number three, we are able to adapt a change mindset. And the reason why I say this is because um, if we use the example of COVID-19, because it's something that everybody's familiar with, COVID-19 came um, in an, it was an expected event in this VUCA world. We always see that the world is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. So those who went back to the drawing table and redefined what success meant to them, considering the circumstances, they were able to take measurable uh, measures and adjust. Um, they were able to find different ways to do things the out uh, like they how they were able to out to make different outcomes in their mind. Okay, I want to, I want my business to make money. I want my business to hit ten thousand dollars maybe in two weeks. But now COVID has hit. What do I do after that? So they were able to go back to the drawing table and uh, redefine what success to meant at that time, taking into account what was happening around in the world. So um, moving on to the next slide. Um, I will start, so now we're going to move into what does thinking beyond the box mean? And I will start by reading a quote from Timothy Ferris. We know him. He is an entrepreneur. He is an author of the four-hour week book. And he quoted, it isn't enough to think outside the box. Thinking is passive. Get used to acting outside the box, okay? According to Wikipedia, thinking outside the box is also called thinking beyond the box. And in some countries like Australia, they call it thinking outside the square. But I choose to say that thinking outside, they're all different entities. Thinking outside the box, thinking beyond the box. I'm not sure about thinking uh, outside the square uh, because I've never, I've never uh, put much more interest in that. So many times you're told, Jen, you need to think outside the box. Whoever is watching me now, you're told you need to think outside the box. So why is thinking outside the box important? I'm not saying thinking outside the box is bad. It's absolutely amazing. It's brilliant because it encourages us to move from our comfort zone, which is something that has been emphasized enough by almost all the speakers. Number one, it encourages us to explore ideas. Number two, it encourages us to think of creative and unusual ideas. And number three, when you have this conventional thinking, it encourages you to be unique problem solvers. So here is where I pause and ask you. So what happens when you think outside the box? What happens when you come up with these creative ideas? What happens when you come up with these ideas on how to solve problems uniquely? Um, I'll take a minute. I want you to pause and remember that um, that great idea that you, you came up with maybe yesterday, day before yesterday, or even last year, last month, what happened to that great idea? Is it still in your head or is it somewhere you have the blueprint or it's somewhere in your closet you've not taken any action? What do you do after you think outside the box? Do you stop there? And this is where I come in. You need to move further from that box. You need to go beyond that box. Yes, you came with that brilliant idea. That's, that's beautiful. But what do you do after that? Um, I want to say that... Um, all of us, we have the capability to think outside the box, but only few of us, they are able to go beyond the box. And I choose to look at thinking outside the box like an adventure, which leads us to brilliant ideas on how we can be successful. But remember, as Timothy has mentioned, that um, thinking is passive and we need to take action. So I highlight the bit there that is called action. When you have, like you see in my image here, when you have the current situation, we all think outside the box. We all know that, okay, 
COVID has come and we need to find a solution. So everybody's there, everybody's coming up with all these brilliant ideas. So what happens? What makes the difference between those who came up with the vaccine and those who, like me, who were left there waiting? I'm not a scientist, but uh, just in that context, let's use it that way. Those who took action, they were able to go beyond the box. And then that's where we can come and celebrate the scientists. They did a good job. They gave us a second chance here, you know, to come and start walking out here. Like in UAE, we have been wearing masks for since COVID started. And we've been doing two weeks um, swab test because you cannot go to these public areas without showing the the green pass. So right now they have announced like today, uh, from to yesterday, we are allowed to go in public without masks and all that, which is a celebration for us. Despite having the vaccine and all that, we are still told to wear the mask and all that. So we are thankful to the scientists for thinking beyond the box and giving us the vaccine. So another uh, great quote from uh, Arnold Glasslow, he said that an idea not coupled with action will never get any bigger than the brain cell it occupied. So all of us, we get these ideas. We go beyond the box. We move outside our comfort zone. You, I, I can witness the times. I, can even, I cannot even count the number of times I have come up with a brilliant, brilliant idea. And then it got stuck in my head. I've come up with an idea. I'm like, aha, that's it but I don't do anything. I just stop there. It's somewhere in my mind. It's somewhere at the back of my mind or have the blueprint. It's staying somewhere. I'm not doing anything about it. Um, in another uh, quote from uh, Manhattan Gandhi, he said, it's the action, not the fruit of the action that's important. Again, I highlight the sentence on action. A movie cannot be filmed if the uh, producer doesn't say action. Everybody will just remain and wait for the action part to be said so the same thing when you think outside the box you need to take the action you need to tell yourself it's time to take action for you to move on and move to beyond the box you have to do the right thing it may not be in your power you may not be in your time there will be any fruit but that doesn't mean you stop doing that thing you may never know the results can come from your action but if you do nothing there will be no results so if i come up with a brilliant idea and i do nothing I will always say, um, let me give an example of um, a recent adventure I did, a YouTube channel. I have been postponing doing a YouTube channel for the last, I think, two or three years. And uh, I've been saying, okay, I'll do this. I have all these videos ready. But that taking the action to go and open an account, which is actually a free account, it doesn't take more than, a, more than 10 minutes. I keep postponing, I keep postponing, I keep postponing. I've seen people come up, they do YouTube channels, they're doing so well. And I keep telling myself, you need to do this, you need to do this. Until I took the action a month ago, that's when I, I told myself, you know what? Now you've moved out of your comfort zone. Now you've moved out of thinking outside the box. You're moving to beyond the box. Because now I'm on my toes. I need to make these videos. I need to make sure that I give content and give value out there. So moving on, um, before I move on to this slide, for instance, in the case of COVID-19 pandemic, um, people witnessed that uh, some businesses that sprout up. Things like TikTok, the other business, your friend came up with a business. I know somebody who started um, silk masks during the COVID-19 and it became a business that boomed so, so well because they didn't just stop there and say, okay, it's something we can do. No, they went out of their comfort zone. They came up with a brilliant idea and they took action. How many people came up with the idea of making masks? So many people. How many people implemented that? very few people and according to the business foundation uh report for the u.s census bureau the overall number of new business applications increased 20.6 percent a year over from 2020 to 2021 so imagine 
You came up with an idea in 2020, you did nothing, and 20.6% increase was seen by people who decided to take a chance on themselves, move outside the box and go beyond that box, you know, and take that action. So thinking beyond the box basically means thinking beyond what you already know. Yes, you know you need a new job and have probably identified which job, but do you stop there? No. There are thousands of other people who are out there with the same idea as you, targeting the same, same company. So what will make you stand out and be different from that crowd? And um, um, one, um, now that I've mentioned that action is the special ingredient, it is the word that I want you to remember anytime you pause, um, what are some of the characteristics of an action that falls in the category of thinking beyond the box? And number one is action should be attached with a clear outcome or goal. When I started, I started by asking you to think uh, the type of success you want to redefine in your life. So the moment you answer that question, you will be specific with your target outcome and any blueprint that you make works toward accomplishing that. So if you want success in your relationship, you know, um, I want to make my relationship better with so-and-so. So that's where I'm going to focus my energy. I am specific in what I want. It's the same way if you go to an engineer and you tell the engineer, hey, man, I want to employ you. I want to do a plan for me, a building plan. And he's going to be like, whatever building do you want? Because he wants you to give him the clear instructions on what exactly do you want. He wants the clear outcome because he can draw for you a commercial building or a private building. So you have to specify what you want. So I want, uh, I may want to redefine my success in my career, but um, where specifically in my career, which angle or which place in my career do I want to do? I may want to redefine my relationship with my family, but who, what, why, when? These are some of the questions we need to answer ourselves. And then the next thing is action should be attached with flexibility. Uh, I think the speaker before me, I forgot her name, she said that it's good to dance sometimes, you know, when you feel like you're going to that spot, you need to dance. So the same thing with your action. It is supposed to be attached to flexibility. In the same period of COVID-19, many people got stuck and stopped pursuing their dreams. I had, uh, at that time I was doing my master's and I had so many classmates who dropped out because they, were, they just uh, got stuck in that place. They didn't want to look beyond what was happening because everybody was like, well, COVID is here. Why should I even bother pursuing my studies anymore? Out of a class of 40 students, we were left 20 students. Some, yes, it might have been because of financial reasons, but a majority was because they just decided to give up. So because the structure they had attached um, to their dreams or the expected outcome was rigid with no room for change. Um, as we moved from physical classes, we had to move to online. So there was a lot of things that happened. We all know what happened during the COVID-19. So the structure had not... Um, so if your structure has not incorporated things that are going to come in the future, then chances are your morale will always go down. What will happen if you are driving to a meeting with a potential client? Let me use what you're all familiar with. There's this potential client He's in town for, for a day. He has given you a slot for about 30 minutes for you to pitch for yourself. He's a high profile client. And on your way to this client, you develop a flat tire. Do you stop your journey there? Do you cancel your journey? What do you do? you find alternative ways for you to get there because if you don't make it there, you'll always beat yourself up and be like, I missed that chance. I might have locked that deal. I might have done this. So it's the same thing. 
if this route does not work, if you miss, if your car develops a platter and you're not able to fit, you can catch a taxi and make sure your car is looked after. What happens if you decide maybe to take a friend for coffee to patch things up? You've decided, you know what, I want to mend my relationship with this friend. Go for coffee and then things don't go as, as you had planned. It ends up with this friend pouring tea or whatever she was having on you and goes mad and all that. Do you stop there? No. You look for different ways on how, if you really want this to work, you look for different ways you want, you're going to patch things up with that plus one. So make sure that your action is flexible. Don't just get stuck in one place. And then number three, action should be attached with preparation. We all love eating, okay, even if people don't love eating, but we have to eat. In order for you to eat a good meal, what happens? It has to be prepared. There has to be these ingredients that are mixed up. There has to be things that are happening in the kitchen for you to eat that meal. If you own a car, you never miss to have a spare tire in, your, in, your, in the trunk. If you go for a hike, do you go without a first aid kit? When you have children, do you miss the emergency fund for them? If you have a presentation to make, you have to prepare for that presentation. You just don't show up and you know flow with the vibe, not unless it's a spontaneous meeting. So all these are instances of preparation. So where am I going with this? Be prepared with a growth mindset, a mindset that allows you to thrive when faced with challenges, a mindset that allows you to see failure as opportunities. Having a clear outcome is stage one. But nobody told us it's going to be a smooth ride. Nobody told us it's going to be a linear line that when I start this, the end will be there. There's nothing that is going to happen. Well, if it's a linear line, you're lucky. But in most cases, we have all the ups and down, ups and down, ups and down, ups and downs. A mindset that will make you see setback as a learning opportunity. For instance, back to example, if things didn't go as planned with a friend uh, on the coffee date, I will not give up. I will find a better way to connect with them. And yesterday in Maria's presentation, she said something beautiful. Believe that everything that happens in my life happens for a reason. And that is what I tag with a growth mindset. And then number four, um, right. I know you can see the emojis there. <laughs> Action should be attached to the five senses. We all know the five senses, what we smell, what we feel, what we hear, what we taste, what we see. And the reason why I say this is because when you involve your five senses, for example, if you're listening to me now or you're watching me now, I want you to be aware of the environment. I want you to smell what is happening around you right now. I want you to hear what is happening. Maybe you hear in my voice. I want you to see, I want you to smell, and I want to maybe to taste. I don't know how you're going to test that. But the moment you do that, you become present in the moment. You start living at this moment. You're not somewhere else. Your mind is here. So are you this guy who, who is not living in the moment and he's already tired and tomorrow is not yet here? Maybe it's around 10 a.m. in the morning. Oh, I'm already tired tomorrow. Or you're this guy, oh, today's, uh, today's Thursday. I thought it was Friday. Or you're this guy who's like, yeah, today's Friday, living in the moment. He's enjoying the space. He's enjoying everything that is happening. Which of these two are you? Are you engaging all your senses or your senses are always scattered and all over the place? Because the moment you become, uh, you use all your senses, you become aware of what you're up to or your environment. So are you actively present or are you already in the future? That's a question for you to ponder. So in a nutshell, thinking beyond the box, uh, it recognizes stored knowledge. 
in our brains and uses it to discover new things, or rather it makes us innovative. In this day and era, innovation is the name of the game. If you're not innovative, then I think you're in another century. Right now, if you're not innovative, the generations that are coming up, they are surprising us with new things. Everyday things are coming up. So how do you become innovative in your own way? You have to find clever ways of doing things. So this is make, thinking beyond the box makes you to become extraordinary in your thinking to come up with new things that will make you stay ahead of everybody. You'll stop being outside the box. You will move beyond the box. Number two, it involves using all your senses, as we mentioned before, to detect something unusual from things that appear normal. So when you are present, like you are actually pre actively present in a moment, you're able to notice cues of things. Maybe if you are in a meeting and you're actively present, you might be able to notice like the speaker is, uh, when the speaker is talking, maybe she's facing that direction or there's something wrong. You'll be able to pinpoint things. And this is what makes great leaders out there. They're able to see the small things that you're not able to see. And then it involves using your experiences and education to discover something worthwhile. And remember, education does not have to be the formal education, as you said before. Education could be by reading a book, listening to me here. It could be you had some, someone say something, could be from a, from a movie and all that, you know. It, it has to be something that gives you a learning experience, you know. If you're having coffee with a friend, make sure you learn something from that person. Be actively present so that you can be able to learn. Because the more you think about the future, the more you become worried about the future. You miss the moment, you miss the present moments, which is not good for us or even healthy for us. And then the other thing, it encourages a resilient mindset that helps us maintain the momentum no matter what comes our way. I know we are all aware of the five pillars of resilience. I'll just say, I mentioned them for the in case of people who don't know them. One is self-awareness which involves having a conscious knowledge of your personality, including your strengths and weaknesses. And one thing that I've learned over the years is once you're self-aware, you are able to embrace and accept change. And that is where it is tagged with a resilient mindset. The other pillar of a resilient mindset is self-care. Um, in the previous session, we were being told you need to look after yourself. You know, you need to take care of yourself. You need to be mindful of what you do to yourself. Because if I, as Jane, I cannot take care of Jane, how do I expect to take care of other people? As a coach, if I'm not able to take care of my emotions, if I'm not able to take care of um, how I react to things, how am I going to be able to handle other people when they come to me for guidance? So you need to take care of yourself, and it means... First, you need to take care also of your health. Because when I'm sick, how am I going to be able to help other people? The third pillar is mindfulness, the ability to be fully present. This involves all your senses. You need to be actively present in situations. And this is where sometimes conflicts, they happen. Mostly in relationships, um, you're having a conversation and this person is not paying attention to you. They are not actively present. And in the end, you're like, did you get what I said? They're like, mm. And then... Sometimes, especially for us as women, for me as a woman, I start getting agitated or getting mad because I've been speaking for the last 30 minutes. Did you get anything I said? And then he, he, he comes back and tells me, oh, did you see the Ferrari that passed? I'm like, oh, my God, if you just listen to me. So it involves you being fully present to save time as well and to save some energy for drama. And then the other pillar is positive relationships. That is straightforward. You, when you have... Um, 
when you are uh, you're aware you have these positive relationships with everybody and the final one is purpose that gives us a sense of direction self-awareness allows you to know where you're going where are you starting where's your journey starting okay you're starting in let's say you decided you're going to start um doing a project on September 28 or 29. So you're starting from there. So you need to know where you're going. Do you have your blueprint? Do you know what you're up to? Or you're just going to show up and move on with life, show up and move on with life, which is um, not a very good way of living life, you know? And then the other thing, thinking beyond the box encourages us to ask difficult questions that are otherwise avoided. For instance, when one sees um, they want to be successful, <clears throat> sorry, So when one says they want to be successful, that is thinking outside the box, okay? I tried to draft something here, but it's visible. So when one says they are thinking outside the box, we want to be successful, that is thinking outside the box. But everybody wants that. Everybody wants to be successful. We are all here because we want to be successful. So now you start thinking beyond the box by asking yourself the difficult question that nobody wants to ask. What does success mean to me? What is success exactly? What do I need to get that success? Who do I need to talk to? What resources do I need? So you need to ask yourself all these questions that they are going to help you map out the direction that you want to take. They are going to give you that clarity that you're able to map and know, okay, this is connected to this, this is connected to this, and I know where I'm headed. So the questions, they don't end there. You keep asking and asking and asking and asking yourself, yourself all these questions. And the more you ask the questions, the more clarity you get. And as coaches, we all know that when you're doing a coaching session, what you do, you ask a lot of questions. And the more you ask the questions, the more the clients come to the, aha, they get the answers on their own. We don't even provide the answers. It is through the questions that we are able to know where we are going. Um, I hope that illustration is a bit clear. <laughs> so as I conclude my presentation and hopefully answer some few questions, I would like to mention that... Um, as we have these conversations with ourselves to redefine success, you know, we want to be successful, redefine it. I want you to remember that success is a journey and not the destination. And having this mentality, you are always ready to come back to the drawing table and redefine your path and continue with your journey. Because the moment you fixate your mind and say, okay, when I get $100,000 in my account, I'm successful. But do you stop there? No. You keep going, you keep raising the bar for yourself. And that's why one of the speaker mentioned that um, never be in competition with anybody. Compete with yourself. I think it was Paul yesterday. You have to compete with yourself because if I'm better than the Jane of yesterday, if I hit my target, maybe I had set the outcome for 10 months and then I hit it within three months. Do I stop there? No. I have to become better than the gene of yesterday. And the moment you have this in mind, you remember that success is not a journey, it's, it's a journey and not a destination. So you keep moving, you keep enjoying the process, you keep having fun while at it. So most importantly, as I said, celebrate the small wins. Um, I started off by saying that um, I am an introvert, yeah? And because of that, my passion to impact had taken a break or was somewhere in the drawers because, well, coming on camera was not my cup of tea. Meeting people face to face was not my cup of tea. If you give me a script, I will write it beautifully because I'm in my own zone. I'm in my own space. And um, 
So today I'm celebrating about 45 days on my YouTube channel. And thanks to a friend, I was able to open it. And it has been a journey in which I'm celebrating every day as I do it. I'm celebrating the small subscribers that I get because it tells me that, Jenny, you know what? You have been sitting on power here. You have been limiting people in, to get this knowledge that you're, get, you're getting out there. So when you're celebrating the small wins, in time, they come and sum up together and they become this big thing that you're like, you know what? I deserve a tap on the shoulder. I deserve to tell myself, good job. And that's the other thing that you'll always remember. In each and everything that you do, make sure you celebrate yourself. Don't wait for Jenny to see and tell you, oh, you did a good job. No. Celebrate yourself. Like we've been told again in the previous uh, discussion, Take yourself on a date. Treat yourself. Don't wait for people to notice your success so that they can tell you, oh, you know what? You did great. Let me take you for a dinner or something. No. Get out there and do it on your own. Celebrate your small wins. And the moment you learn how to celebrate your small wins, other people will start noticing your small wins as well. Well, that brings me to the end of my presentation. I hope Paul is somewhere around here to pop back in as he's joining me. Many, many thanks for listening to me, for taking the time for coming in because it takes a community actually to make this. <laughs> so thank you so much. Uh, the thanks is all ours, Jane. What an absolutely amazing session with lots of tips, lots of practical tips. I really love how you're not just talking about thinking outside the box, but moving outside the box. It's so important. And your key point at the end there as well about success being a journey is so true. I can really resonate with that. You've had lots of comments come up. I was feeding them as they, they were coming through. Um, lots of people resonating with what you're saying. Somebody said here that they, they're never worried about the future, but they're excited about it. Which that is, is amazing. <laughs> uh, Adela saying, knowing what success is for you and your perspective is a key factor, then you will redefine it perfectly. We agree? Yes, I agree with that, yeah. Excellent. We've got Rahul who says, yes, success is a daily thing. Diana has saying, thank you, great presentation. It was really a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And someone said it was a great, great session. So lots of stuff coming through. If you have any questions for Jane, please drop them in the box. She covered a lot of the content there, um, quite very well detailed as well. I was trying to think of questions, but every time again, I was thinking of a question, you answered it. And what I'm going to do, Jane, is I'm going to put in, so if you want to continue to connect with Jane after the session, I'm just going to put in her Instagram handle and also her, her email address. So if you want to speak to Jane, you want to have a conversation, and know more about her and what she's doing, this is her Instagram handle here. I'm going to pop it in. And this is her email address. So if you're watching through Facebook, the comment won't come through just yet. I'll be posting it straight after the session. Unfortunately, there's an issue between the system we use and, and Facebook and getting that in there. But here is her email address for those on YouTube. We've got another comment coming through uh, from Lara Chavez who says, thanks, thanks so much for the session. So another thank you. <laughs> and you have, so this is her um, Instagram handle. So you can see it on the screen if you want to give her a follow on Instagram. And if you want to drop her an email, I'll put it up in a second. They can also support me through a subscribe on YouTube, Coach Jane Jogu. <laughs> it is a journey that I'm working on there. <laughs> Excellent. See, so, yeah, and I love to hear about that, about you finally. What was it? Can I ask you a question? What was it that really 
kind of sparked you just to to take that move outside the box and set up that YouTube channel? Well, I will use one name. I don't know if she's here, Coach Joyce Loy. She told me, girl, get out there. And she made me do the first video. Like I was not prepared. There was not, she said for me, you need to do it. You need, you need, you need to do it because you've been singing this song. You've been singing this song. It's time for you to do it. And she kept asking me, what is stopping you from doing it? And anytime I came up with a reason, she was telling me it's an excuse. Give me a valid reason why you're not doing this. And it was then I realized I was just in my head. I have to do this. I said, I have to try. Better I try and fail than try and never try again. So that got me out there. And I'm really loving it. I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. Beautiful. Just get out there and do it. Stop singing that song and just do it. Take that just action. Just do it. Just do it. It doesn't matter the quality of the video or anything. You just have to keep going because i believe in the quality of what you offer to people if the content is making sense if the content brings value because the feedback has been amazing with the few videos i've put up and i have been telling myself that you know what i have postponed this for long keep doing it keep going you know you'll get better at it with time nobody was born nobody was born knowing these things you know you have to learn along the way so i'm grateful for her as well for helping me with that uh, excellent and yeah i can really resonate that from my first experience as well when i first went live on facebook i was thinking about it told i planned it for years and i had to just keep doing it. if you watch some of my first lives back in 2018 they were really terrible you know for me I, when i look back i think i didn't have the confidence i didn't have that and you know you just gotta you gotta improve and improve over time you gotta mm -hmm. i love that here is Jane's email address. If you want to get in touch with jane you can drop her an email at jane.changemindset at gmail.com Adele has said, I viewed some of your videos on YouTube. They are great. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Facebook, you're saying, I'm so proud of you, Coach Jay. Is that Joyce Loy? I think that's Joyce Loy. Thank you. <laughs> and Rahul is saying, you are amazing, James. Lots of love coming through for you. So if you do, if you're watching this on the replay and you do have any questions for Jane, please drop them in the comments box. If you're tuning in a little bit late, I do recommend you go back and watch, take some time out. Go back and watch all the wisdom and tips that Jane has shared with redefining your success and thinking outside the box. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm just going to give it a couple more seconds. I'm going to leave the email address up just to see if anybody does have any questions. But you did cover it really well. You were very thorough in your wisdom and, and what you shared. Thank you. Great. So Jane will get back to any questions that come through in the comments. And I just want to say thank you so much, Jane, again, for such a wonderful presentation. Your energy is fantastic. What you put across is absolutely amazing. Lots of good stuff for people to take away. So thank you so much for being here today. You're absolutely amazing. And thank you to everybody here to support Jane as she gave us this amazing knowledge. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>